You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. What's good, my dude? Many, many things. This coffee is good. The coffee is good? Yeah, I made a double again. You made a double again? Again. <laughs> well, I knew, you know, I knew we'd be getting down to business, and I thought, my alarm really woke me up this morning. So Oof. I was like, okay. What a feeling. Yeah. And uh, as I like to say, as of super recently, mm-hmm. powered by oat milk. Powered by <laughs> oat milk. Yeah, because I used oat milk in this coffee. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all there is to it, actually. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Oat milk. I mean, it does make me want to try oat milk every time you, you mention do. it. I Oh, I have an update. I have an update to my oat milk saga. <laughs> um, I tried a third brand. A third um, brand of oat milk. Yeah, shout out to, to Stephanie Kearns on this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, contributor to resources. If yes. you if you listen or watch read, read it. <laughs> if you read on resource. I'm sure you do if you listen to this podcast. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> every single article we do. But she's a contributor. And I had posted something about oat milk and she had asked me a question. I'm like, well, what I really wanted to try was a brand called Oatly because mm-hmm. that was what turned me on to the idea. But I've never found it except in Dagon, Florida. It's in Florida, of course, when we were there recently. But I wasn't going to buy a carton of milk for that- the two hours a night we spend at a house. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm, I guess I just, I'm, it's it, it's it, it's my lot in life. I'm never going to try Oatly unless they ship it somewhere. And she's like, uh, it's a Target. I'm like, hey, it's where? <laughs> so, so obviously I got it. And it in fact is the best. It's the best. I know I'm like, oh yeah, it's pretty dang good. But Oatly, dang, it is supreme. Mm. Mm. Oatly is supreme. Yeah, so get Oatly if if you get a chance. It's actually a dollar more, which is not the most fun thing, but its taste is. (laughs) (laughs) So it's great. It's a good, it's been good. So thank you, Stephanie, for that one. Uh, Yes, we will. Props to Stephanie Mm. Kearns. Album credit. Podcast credit. (laughs) I don't know how these work. I definitely do not Engineered by Zach McCord. Shout out to Stephanie Kearns. Hosted by us. Well, today, completely changing. Unrelated, <laughs> unrelated entirely. <laughs> well, we're looking at the sixth commandment, which I figure is either Ethan's favorite or least favorite. Yeah. Yes, is the answer. He loves true crime. Yeah. <laughs> we, we joke. He joked. He made the joke at first. I don't know where it originated. It's a thing. He has serial killer glasses. Ethan oh, does. that's right. That's right. Yeah. I do. It's uh, it's really... <laughs> It's really kind of circumstance that they all just thrived in the 70s. And that was just because of where we were with law enforcement and, and investigations. But they all wore these glasses. Jim Jones, Dahmer, like David Koresh, they all wore these glasses. And, and Ethan Bolton now is on that list. <laughs> I don't know what that says. But so watch yourself. Yeah. I'm over here with my friendly round frame. They are very yeah, friendly. Do you wear them preaching recently? I did. I yes. thought so. Very, very approachable. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's very, I, I actually like yours, but thanks. You know, I don't, I don't think of David Koresh when I see those now. Thank you, you actually, because I would, uh, I would like nothing to do with David Koresh. False Messiah! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, if you haven't guessed yet or didn't already know, the sixth <laughs> commandment is you shall not uh, murder. Yeah. There you have it. Thanks yep. for listening to the podcast. Yeah, feel free to share this with a friend. <laughs> share it with a friend who is homicidal. And uh, <laughs> we'll talk at you next week. <laughs> that, that actually ended up being much funnier <laughs> than I thought it would be in my head. So that's good. Uh, no, we're, we're not done yet. If, uh, if you read this in the old King Jimmy version, as I like to call it, the King Jimmy version. <laughs> is that what you call it? Just to show him some disrespect. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I have I have no disrespect for him necessarily. And the King necessarily. James, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I didn't know the man. Dang it. <laughs> I don't have kings. Oh. Anyway, if you read it in the KJV, it read "Thou shalt not kill." Yeah, which of course is different. Read, you know, the English word is "kill," not "murder," which of course led some people in the centuries afterward to say, "Hey, wait a minute! So does God absolutely forbid all killing of any kind?" It, it does seem like the way that I would use the conscientious objector is that the terminology? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, guys, like it's like Vietnam, and I'm <laughs> like, whoops, Sixth Commandment. Um, yeah, I'm a Seventh Day Adventist now. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the English word kill probably worked better in the 1600s when the KJV was originally written, 1611, I believe, because we know that the command obviously does not preclude all forms of killing. Yeah. For instance, the Israelites were commissioned on holy wars in the Pentateuch. I mean, like within those five books, they are commissioned on holy wars. Not to mention the fact that God has authorized the state, the government, to use the sword to execute his justice here on earth. That's Romans 13, 4. Like, that, that's just, and he he's assuming that the sword is being used, of course, to, you know. Righteously. Yes, righteously. Just, justly. To, and uh, you, you typically you typically don't keep your life at the end of a sword. That's normally how it yeah, goes. Yeah, that's the use. Normally, you know, unless you're yeah. Peter and you're like, Unless it's just yeek. the ear yeah, or something. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> got that Got that ear here. Mm, tasty. Um, I don't know why I said that. Like, I'm Hannibal Lecter or something. This episode is really getting weird. I'm thinking, I, didn't have, I have killers on the mind now, man. Like, oh, it's not just the band the killers right. great music but Ooh, yes. uh, like i'm thinking of hannibal lecter i yeah, don't know buddy anyway what god intends here is murder yeah. which is why modern translations say you shall not murder so of course the practical application is don't go murdering people yeah okay that's that should be obvious but here's the other thing okay this word also covered the causes of human death that happen through carelessness or neglect. In other words, manslaughter. Oh, okay. Yes. This, okay, go on. (laughs) Well, I mean, as an example of how this played out, in Israel, by law, you had to have a parapet wall around the roof of your house because people would hang out on the, yeah, they would hang out on the roofs, um, especially to cool down like the end of the day. They would do that, just hang out on the roof, you know, flat roof. (laughs) not like our Yeah, and the thing was, you didn't want anyone to fall off and uh, get hurt or die, you know, as as could happen. You know, wow. fall and break your neck. This, I think in like in modern legal terms, this is going so far as to cover uh, the duty of care, which is wild. Yeah. So most people won't have a problem with literally following this command on that level, right? <laughs> yeah, I would um, Yeah. Like, hopefully no one out here is planning to murder anybody mm-hmm. anytime soon. And, uh, you know, I can tell you that... Uh, Nobody's uh, nobody's hanging out on my roof, you know, and I'm not planning to, like, manslaughter anybody, you know. But here's the thing. I do think there are two areas of concern in regards to this command that still have a pretty broad reach. Okay. Beyond, you know. The obvious. Don't murder people, which hopefully most of our listeners aren't dealing with. So let's go back to that manslaughter concept for a second. That's the first one. Like I just said, none of us really need to worry about parapets on our roofs, okay? Ain't nobody hanging out on my big old slanted roof. Right. I can tell you that for sure. But just about every day, I hop into my car and I drive to various places. That's, that is necessary. I had to hop in my car and drive here to get here, right? And when I'm doing that, it, it is almost inevitable at this day and age, my iPhone is going to buzz for some reason. Sure. It's going to buzz, it's going to ding me, and when that happens, I'm going to be tempted to look at it and check it. Yeah. Now, if I happen to look at my iPhone for even three seconds while I'm on the interstate, for example, I've driven blindly the length of a football field. Which is, that's no small distance. More than I was going to guess. Yeah. If I ram into someone and they die as a result, I've committed vehicular manslaughter in the eyes of the state. And I've committed a violation of the Sixth Commandment. And I'm probably going to go to 
prison or yeah, at least uh, something. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to suffer some sort of consequence. And here's the thing about that kind of thing happens more often tragically than I think we would probably imagine. And that's not just so texting and driving I think is the obvious example and it's yeah. the one that <laughs> we're inundated with it but like we all still do it like yeah. for some I, reason like, I didn't come here to be convicted just <laughs> It's not <laughs> the likelihood of me listening to this podcast and then checking like the playhead <laughs> on yeah. my phone wow. at this point in the podcast. <laughs> like, oh no, <laughs> the providence of God. <laughs> but I mean, those are the kind of things that that is still very relevant and that is still something that is very, that is something that easily can happen. Yes. Sat, like spookily and frighteningly. Why did yeah. I use the word spooky? That, that gave it kind of like a... <laughs> A childish feeling. <laughs> I liked it, though. I think it's more frightening, but, you know, <sighs> spooky works, I guess. But, I mean, that is the kind of thing that, that can happen. I mean, without, I mean, in the split second, that that kind of thing can happen. And so, you got to be thinking about that. Like, that's duty of care, like what you were talking about, right? Yeah, like, you, yeah. you just need to be thinking about your neighbors and other sure. people on the road and people who are, you know, living next door to you, all that kind of stuff. That is entailed in this commandment, which I don't think we often think about. We're just like, yeah, don't go murder people. It's like, well... It's a little more than that. There's a responsibility attached to it that goes beyond just hacking someone up. Yes, exactly. Which takes us to the second area of concern. Okay. Which is to say Jesus revealed the full interpretation of this command in the Sermon on the Mount. If you remember when he said, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to the judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Yeah. I <laughs> I wondered if we were going to get into this because it makes the, the whole commandment a, a lot hairier than it at first appears. Yes. Because in other words, you don't have to literally run a chainsaw through someone <laughs> and slaughter them in order to be in violation of this command in a spiritual sense even. So we're even, Jesus is saying this command as God intended it included more than just hacking people or even just manslaughter per se. That is to say, if you've harbored unholy wrath without proper cause towards someone else in your heart, you've committed a sin which is deserving of punishment. Now, let me be clear before we go on. Feeling wrathful towards someone is not equivalent to murder. Yeah, yeah that would make Texas Chainsaw Massacre a, a lot more boring. <laughs> like, I think the intro would go something like, the events of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, the Texas Chainsaw Thought Exercise. <laughs> It doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> no, no, it does not. But what's happening here is we're discovering that it is it is also sinful and deserving of judgment when we say fantasize about oh, hacking someone <laughs> to death because man, they really ticked me off at yeah. work today. I, it's even it's I it's not you don't even have to fantasize. Yeah. It says you fool. Yeah, I did that this morning. I did that this morning, <laughs> Josiah. I didn't. I knew we were doing this podcast, and it actually crossed my mind. I'm like, well, um, in fact, one of these words in that in that passage there that Jesus uses, you could colloquially translate it moron. Oh, no. And I literally, not two or three days ago, was getting on to Route 50 and someone, <laughs> I preached about this even like a few weeks ago, <laughs> someone cut me off and Abby was in the back. It's not an excuse, yeah, but I was well. like, 
you moron and like oh crap like <laughs> dag yeah. it. so here's the thing yeah those things are wrong they're deserving of judgment they're sin the other qualifier though is having righteous indignation over injustice is still okay yeah like right, that's right, right, you know right. there is a place for holy anger and saying like what you did was wrong so even in the case of you know me pulling under route 50 and that guy that's wrong but me honking on the horn and yelling that something he can't he can't even hear me say you moron i'm just what you choose to do with that rage is very yes key yes i was feeling it and expressing it as a you know well you moron i don't know how much more you need to know other than that <laughs> whereas it could have been a moment like oh like i could be paying attention or we gotta you know i i don't know i'm rambling at this point i think you get the po- yeah. i think you get the point <laughs> so all this is to say is that god has always cared about the heart and intent of a person. And that is true even of the seemingly external only command of do not murder. Jesus shows us it obviously goes much deeper than that. Yeah. And I think, I think the point where it just says like you fool and it draws attention to something that that subtle and that easy, I think that shows that like the internal intent, it's a lot more pervasive in scripture than people realize. And this might just be my own soapbox. I'm willing to admit that. But I think a lot of people will champion a religious preference with proof texted verses that completely miss the heart of what's being said. And a lot of times it feels like what is really being said what's really being addressed is the heart of the intent Mm -hmm. and here again we see that it's like yes all of this other stuff this loud stuff that's visually you know like shocking stuff is is real and meaningful and still important but it is as subtle as intent yes sometimes it's not so much the action as what's behind the action you Mm -hmm. know it's yeah i don't know where i was gonna land that plane (laughs) but it just i had to get it in the air it landed it's (laughs) It, it, did it land? Is it still circling? We don't know. We don't know. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, yeah, obviously, don't go Texas Chainsaw Massacre on people. Don't do it. Just don't. There's no need. Don't be chopping people's faces off. Don't be killing people. But also, yeah, the heart, the intent, like if you're harboring a thought that is murderous in intent or even just wrongfully wrathful, that is just as deserving of judgment in the eyes of God. It's still sin. Yeah. Obviously, they don't have the same consequences. Right. Again, just to reiterate that. Like, if I drove up to that guy who cut me off and I pulled out a 9mm and shot him through the window, that is going to have wildly different consequences in this life for me than... Me just, you know, beeping my horn and saying, you moron. So, okay, I think I, I think what you said is going to help clarify my mess earlier. You don't even have to go so far as committing the act to be in violation of this. Just the impetus mm-hmm. of this is enough to place you in the wrong. The thought of, it, like, the thought of intent before you even carry it out, which has a whole other set of consequences. Yeah. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think that maybe will help. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. So that puts us in a position where we need divine help, like divine <laughs> grace, because, man, I'm, we are, yeah. like, literally, I'm I'm dead in the water because of that. Honestly, yeah. if I'm going to call out something for feeling so unfair, it's this one. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it. it's the sixth commandment about murder. Don't murder. But it's, it's, it's the you fool part. Yeah. And, and I've, I mean, I've thought of this for years now, actually. It's just like, why, why? <laughs> it's so, come on, give me some slack <laughs> on. Jesus, please. Give me, yeah, give me some slack on disrespecting the innate human value of other people. Come on. <laughs> give me a break. But gee whiz. Yes. 
may the Lord help us. And he will. And that's the thing is he does that and he offers forgiveness of sins freely. Right. And uh, thankfully, yeah. you don't live with the, the consequences of murder. Yes. For your thought crimes. Yes. Thank God for that. <laughs> Until, you know, 1984 happens uh, and you're like, George Orwell, your thought crimes are literally <laughs> thought crimes. And exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of reference there. Hello. So, yeah, that's the sixth commandment. You know, love your neighbor as yourself. Don't go Texas Chainsaw on them. Mm, by the grace of God. By the grace of God. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening. As always, don't go murder anybody today. <laughs> don't, uh, you know, if you're listening to this uh, car, no road rage. Yeah. Don't do that. Just Oof. kidding. You love the Lord. That's why. You mm-hmm. love the Lord. That's why. Loving your neighbor. Your desires are right. I hope so. <laughs> See, like, I'm, I'm placing burdens around people's necks. That's all That's all I'm doing here. If you were helped by this podcast, <laughs> you want to share it with a friend, uh, you know, you can do that. Yeah. If you want to interact with us, you can email us, podcast at horizonschurch.net, mm-hmm. or interact with us on social media. Sure thing. Yeah. Thanks, as always, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.